baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Drive Time with the Russia. Sitting in for Jason, I'm Dave Schrader. Joining me now on the line, we've got uh, the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, James McLaughlin, Minnesota Assistance Council for Veterans Outreach Coordinator. James, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome, Dave. Listen, I came across the article on uh, the CCO website, and I was I was just fascinated by this and what's going on, what we can do to help more and maybe raise the awareness to people about what's going on with the, the veterans in and around our state and the homeless crisis that's taking place. Yeah, well, uh, we appreciate that. Uh, MACV's mission is to end uh, veteran homelessness in the uh, state of Minnesota, and we do that by uh, – we try to do that by using – a variety of methods and means. But uh, when you talk about people being able to help us, there's several different ways they can do that. One, of course, is a donation. The other one is uh, by volunteering. And another one that's uh, really important is really trying to keep the uh, veterans at the forefront of your thoughts when it comes, uh, especially this time of year. Right. Because uh, one, of the biggest, one of the biggest struggles we have is finding emergency housing for veterans. Like the shelters right now are all full. So um, one of the big pushes for me personally would be if we could find someone to open up, you know, maybe a few more shelters in uh, in the Twin Cities. Well, James, I, yeah, I'm the father of two veterans. I've got a third son that is serving in the military in uh, the Army over in Germany right now. Uh, I come from a long line of military family members from grandparents to, to fathers, uh, stepfather. All have served, unfortunately, because of a, a hole in my heart as a child. I was unable to serve my country as well, but looked into it. And then I, I look back and I think, wow, we, we are a proud country. We are a good country. We we back our, our citizens. We back our veterans. And then the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing not all of that is necessarily true. A lot of the programs that are set up are not as beneficial for the veterans. And to hear the wicked amount of homeless veterans in in our country is staggering. What is the overall extent to this? I mean, I know some of the uh, people in the military that are actively serving, sending their money back, doing what they can, and they're still barely getting by helping to support their family. Well, it's, yeah, it is, it's a, uh, it's a very sobering uh, situation, but I don't want you to think it's as dire um, uh, you know, as you stated, um, the actual um, right. inform me. Yeah, then I, that's what I need to know. That's what I'm here to do, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, yeah, like I said, and it, the, the statistics show that uh, frequently veterans are actually doing a lot better than uh, their compatriots in the civilian world. It's just that we um, sometimes have some barriers that uh, don't translate well to uh, you know to civilian world. Now, one of the biggest problems, uh, as far as uh, our veterans here in Minnesota, is that they don't know enough about the services and the people that can help them. So that's why I'm really glad to be here today, because there are quite a few people that uh, may not even know that they're eligible for services. Because uh, let's just say you get out on a bad conduct discharge or you, you, you get hurt in basic training. I have found so many veterans that have not even looked or tried to receive services for years because they didn't think of themselves as a veteran. So we started changing the dialogue and stating, you know, and asking the question, did you serve in the military? 
And then we found we found this wave of, of people that, you know, raised their right hand and said they would uh, serve their country that are now eligible for services. So frequently it's veterans have not even tried to um, access services because they don't even know that they're eligible for it. So and then once that once they get started, then it's, it's this really great, uh, uh, this really great um, come together of all the services in them. And then we try and also remind our veterans of who they were when they enlisted, you know, these dynamic, amazing um, human beings who just happened to need assistance. Like we all need assistance from time to time, right? Right. Yeah. So just, just try. And we are really about self-resolving issues, not, you know, not, not, it's not about handouts. It's like helping the veterans overcome the barriers to safe, stable, permanent housing. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. You, you bring up the fact you wish more people would open up uh, these uh, – shelters and places for the veterans to have to go what is i mean again this this is the the things that frustrate me is what does it take to get that done i mean there there seems to be so many houses in areas that um are abandoned forgotten about just sitting there why is uh, local government uh, local cities not taking those houses over and at least during the cold winter months turning those in to something that the veterans have a place to go you know, live in safely, warmly, comfortably, and help them get back on their feet for that three to five month span that could be Mr. Winter here in in the Twin Cities area. Well, I, I think it's uh, it, it's it's great that you say three to five months. I, I think Minnesota winter is like five to seven months. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be polite Water. so people listening from other states <laughs> might want to move here eventually, James. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, but yeah, you, you talk about a very interesting, very interesting issue. There's zoning issues, and then there's also you got to think about when you put someone into an apartment or or uh, into a dwelling. There are legal ramifications as well, and you can't just you can't just take uh, buildings without a you know really well thought out coordinated plan and use them for temporary housing. We've done that. I mean, we've uh, we've opened up. I believe we have about 240 brand new units in our, in our MACV housing. We're looking at. Uh, moving up to 300 by the end of uh, 2024. So we're trying to do that. But uh, I can say that the city of Minneapolis and the city of St. Paul, we have one of the best shelter systems in the country, even with a cold weather. It's just that sometimes the need outweighs, uh, you know, uh, what's out there to be uh, utilized. These warming houses, it looks like, are being overwhelmed as well. So veterans, mm-hmm. are, you know, it's not just other veterans that they're competing with for a warm place and a good meal. They're competing against people from all walks of life uh, that are, are falling on hard times right now. Can you give us a, an idea? Obviously, you're in this and see these things firsthand. How, how bad is that crisis going on in our state? Well, it's, like I said, uh, homelessness is, uh, I, I believe, it has been classified as a, as a public health uh, issue by the city of Minneapolis recently, uh, because it is. And um, there are so many uh, levers and devices being used to try and attack this problem it's just that, um, yeah, the, the, it's, uh, it's just very daunting. But the one thing you got to remember is that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and that's one of the things we try and tell our veterans because we've been doing this for over uh, 30 years, and we helped over um, 1,700 veterans last year find permanent stable housing. So it's a battle we're going to keep fighting. Um, but uh, keep talking to your state legislatures, keep talking to the city, and uh, hopefully we'll get some land. Dave, do you have a billion dollars in your back pocket somewhere? Not in my back pocket, man, because that's okay. really heavy. I don't know if you've ever carried a billion dollars. I like to keep it uh, <laughs> underneath my bed in mason jars. Um, no, here's here's the situation, though, right, James? Is You and I talked offline. I said what's yeah. frustrating to me is, I listen, I'm all for progressiveness. I'm all for exploring. I'm all for making the world a better place all around. 
What is confusing to me is that we have uh, a homeless crisis, a food crisis going on in our country, and we're sending probes to Uranus to check the water vapor cycles. And, you know, things that, although interesting and fascinating, I don't understand why these things are not taking place and the money is not being spent right here to make sure that people that need food can get it, that people that need housing have it, and People, I think, feel overwhelmed. Well, who do I write to? Who do I call? And does it matter? Does five letters, 10 letters, 15 letters to our council members in our town really make a difference? And do do things like, uh, what do they call it, uh, petitions, does that matter as well of getting the attention of our, our politicians? Well, you, you hit on something very um, uh, important. And with the you know uh, really current uh, election cycle, that's the number one thing. And getting involved actually does really matter. I mean, uh, Minnesota just passed you know, the first time ever this omnibus bill that was actually um, designed and designated for just veterans. That's the first time this ever happened you know, in the history of the state. So um, it does matter to get involved. It's just you just nailed it on the head. Um, call, write, um, you know, march, make a personal appearance. But um, the only way politicians uh, respond are to things that um, their constituents find near and dear. And listening to you, I'm sure that you and you know everyone that listens to you will probably write a really nice letter explaining to you know Governor Tim Walz, who's been you know fantastic as far as assisting our veterans, that this is still a crisis that's ongoing. So even though we've reached um, functional zero in every county in the state of Minnesota except two, it's still a very very serious problem. And what functional zero means is that if there is an occurrence of homelessness. For a veteran, it's going to be rare, brief, and not reoccurring. What that means is that if someone ex- uh, experiences a bout of homelessness, there are systems in place to get them housed pretty quickly. Uh, James, could you hold on one more segment for me? We have to take a quick break. Would that be all right? Yes. All right. Yeah. Stay tuned. This is Drive Time with the Russia. Jason is off. I'm Dave Schrader. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. This is Drive Time with Russia. Sitting in for Jason, I'm Dave Schrader. On the line with us right now, the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline, we have James McLaughlin, the Minnesota Assistant Counsel for Veterans Outreach Coordinator. Boy, that's a mouthful, James, but I feel like it's better than MACV because I'm, you know, I want people to make sure they know what I'm talking about when we're talking about it. James, we might have found the financial backing you need. Charlie just told me. What was this baseball player just got for, signed for the highest baseball contract in history? Not officially signed, but uh, signs pointing to Shohei Otani maybe going towards Toronto. $600 million in that range is what they're looking at. Woo-hoo. So let's put the let's put the, the caring hands in his pocket and see if he comes back. Uh, James, talking about uh, the things going on, you also have a Home for the Holidays campaign going on right now. Is that correct? Yes, we do, and that's on uh, WCCO, and uh, if you tune in, um, we usually run those stories on Wednesday night, and we highlight a, um, a different veteran or a community partner every night to show, you know, to show the work we're doing and to show the outcome. And they can text MACV to 44. Mm-hmm. 44- 
three two one, correct? Correct. M A C V two four four three two one. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. And, uh, go ahead. I was going to say we also have the uh, uh, winter uh, salute this uh, coming Wednesday at Target Field, so that's a, another fantastic opportunity for anyone who wants to actually come and uh, maybe assist uh, assist us with the veterans. And plus, I just want all the um, uh, homeless veterans out there listening to uh, come by and uh, get assistance. Fantastic. I appreciate the work you're doing and the, the, the group is doing. You said that you do have openings for donations, of course, volunteer oh, action. Yeah. All right. And if people are interested in making donations, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Well, you can go online. Um, you can make a donation that way. That's that's actually the easiest way, you know, because it's 2023 now. <laughs> and you guys, I, I, the article is so beautiful and you're talking about some of the, the veterans that you've helped and you had a recent story in that. I don't know if that's something you can comfortably talk about, uh, mm-hmm. but please, just to give people a little insight on the work that you're doing and and how these uh, outreach programs are helping veterans. Yeah, the the goal of uh, outreach at MACV is to meet veterans where they're at and then connect them with services. So once that's done, then you find out exactly what led to the crisis and. Sometimes in the past, um, you know, some veterans have gotten assistance and all they've received is, uh, you know, maybe a, a housing voucher. But you, what you really have to do is figure out what, you know, what made the situation happen again. It could be potential legal issues. It could be, um, you know, rental history. I mean, there are just several different barriers that we try and help our veterans self-resolve. So the goal is not to do everything for our veterans, but to help them uh, along that path. And the story we just did is a perfect example of that. The young man uh, in the story was uh, completely squared away and um, just need a little assistance. And because of his perseverance and staying connected with me and, and the other um, uh, workers within the VA, MACV, he's now um, in uh, comfortable, stable, permanent housing and, uh, you know, gainfully employed and, uh, you know, living his life. He just had a, a little hiccup and we're able to help him. So that's really how I look at it. Right. And I love the fact that it's not just a handout organization. You're not just Correct. giving them a fish to eat. You're teaching them to fish. No. You're giving them no, the skills no. and helping them get back on their feet comfortably, showing them what it would take and how to navigate these choppy waters. Well, frequently the veterans already have the skills. It's just helping them get out of that crisis period because you, me, anyone, when, when things really go bad sometimes, you just forget who you are and how to do certain things. And what we try and do is just illuminate that, uh, that uh, path along the journey. So, yeah, it's um, just helping them get back to who they used to be. James, thank you so much for the work that you do. Please spread the word. Keep doing the work that you're doing and helping the veterans. And I know that I speak for myself and I'm sure everyone here at WCCO for all the veterans out there that are in need. It's no shame in the game by by reaching out and accepting the hand to get back on your feet, even in a critical time like this. It's okay. It's not a breakdown. It's a reset. We're not uh, judged by that tumble we're judged by how we get back up and the strength that it takes to to take those moments of need right 100 percent, man that is the the number one thing and the other thing i always say to veterans is you've earned this like so um the, this this uh this service is yours because of your service to the country so yeah 100 percent. agreed thank you so much james it's been a pleasure speaking with you today and thank you for shedding great. the light yes have a great day man thank you so much it's Listen, you know, being the father of veterans, being the father of an active military son and uh, seeing what's going on out there, friends that have served in the military, children, it's it's tough, right? I mean, they're, they're putting their blood, sweat and tears into things, working their way through, doing their best for our country, stepping up, being asked to do things uh, and, and having to accept those jobs and those tasks. So I appreciate the veterans that have done that. And and I also understand the ego of sometimes being afraid to ask for help. And you 
you just can't do that, especially when, as James brought up, you've worked for this. This is important, and you deserve to get that hand because when you were in the foxhole, when you were out there in the sweat of it and the thick of it, you were reaching your hand back to help your brothers and sisters. This is your moment to get your hand helped and get back onto your feet. So please take advantage of these situations. Take advantage of of any of the help that is available and out there. And if you're not sure that you qualify, then contact them. Just get the help. That's the important thing because so many, as he brought up at the beginning of this conversation, so many people didn't even know that they qualified for help because they were in short term or they might have been released not on the greatest terms. There may be help. So please investigate those opportunities. Check them out for yourself. I am, you know, I am perplexed. Again, I brought it up at the beginning of speaking with James. Is I, I want to see the world progress. I want to see things get better. And I want to see us be able to move and, and see things, check things out and explore. But at what cost? Why are we spending so much money on things and projects that don't benefit life here. Well, it does in the long run. I, In the long run, but in the short term, we need to save the lives of the people and the citizens of this planet. We need to clean up our water. We need to clean up our areas. We need to put the money into providing homes for people, providing medical assistance for people, providing psychiatric care for people that are in desperate need of it, educating people so that they, instead of just getting the hand out of a fish or being taught to fish so that they can have a, a good life and a better life than just being gifted something for being here. Because in the long run, there's no pride in that. And that's why I think people fall into that dark cycle is because they haven't learned or haven't had the proper help getting out of it. So let's start spending more money into that. If you know somebody in your area, who do we start to write to to start to shift some of these funds, but know that the funds are going to the right people, the right places. I'd love your input on this. You can hit me up through the talk and text line, the city's one plumbing talk and text line, 651-461-9226. We will talk more when we return. We've got Bill Engvall joining us right after this. Drive Time with the Russia continues. I'm Dave Schrader right here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 